Hello there and welcome back to another episode of the Balanced Balteshuva podcast. Um, welcome back to regulars and also welcome to first time listeners. Today's another day to be a little bit more balanced. Now, my goal today is to start a, a series right now targeting five parter, a five part series on. Five keys to being a balanced Valtruva. Now, obviously, there are many keys. I'm just going to pick five that I think are really important. And I might expand it depending on how things go. Please excuse my sniffles. Um, Okay, here we go. So, first key to being a balanced Valtruva, and to be quite honest, being a balanced human being, is exercise. Now, I'm going to start out with a very important disclaimer, not just because I'm an attorney, but uh, because it's really important. (laughs) Um, What I'm going to talk about now is just information that's out there. You could Google it. You could find it, hopefully, on reputable websites uh, based on what I'm going to say. Um, But I'm not giving exercise prescriptions here. I'm not telling you, listeners specifically, what you should do. Everyone is different. Everyone is unique. Everyone has a unique orthopedic history, cardiovascular history, etc., etc. And these are just some general principles that are well-founded principles. And I'm in no way suggesting that you should grasp onto these and definitely run with them. Additionally, I highly recommend uh, seeking professional advice before starting any exercise program. As we're going to talk about, there are lots of ins and outs about it. And um, in order to do it in an enduring way, you want to start off on the right foot and do it properly. So that could mean meeting with a a personal trainer, most likely, um, some other type of fitness instructor, but you know, basically what's out there likely going to be a personal trainer. Um, If you have orthopedic issues, it might also mean meeting with a physical therapist, possibly an orthopedist. So I highly recommend doing that for your individually tailored program. Okay, so a little bit of background, just a few things before we jump into some of the key pieces of exercise. You know, the bottom line is, and you know, we've read this, we've heard this, but it's very true. And it's important that we take it to heart. We live in a very sedentary world. Unless you happen to have a job where there's a significant amount of physical activity, which most of us don't have, we're really not using our bodies in the way that Hashem intended in terms of using them, exercising, working our various muscle groups, working our cardiovascular system, um, And this has just occurred, right, over time. Previously, you know, in eras where a lot more agricultural going on, people were working in the fields, significant labor day in, day out, or other, you know, manual trades, which were much more commonplace. So people were moving constantly and, you know, working various muscle groups. Oftentimes it could have been, you know, big movements, especially uh, on the farm scene, uh, upper body, lower body, trunk, etc. So that was really caked into life. And and it's not anymore. However, the human body that Hashem gives us is still the human body that needs 
that needs a stimulus of exercise. It needs a challenge to the muscular system. It needs a challenge to uh, the cardiovascular system, respiratory system, lungs, heart. Uh, there needs to be a stressor, various stressors placed on the skeletal system, helps with bone density. So we need this. It's a big deal, and we really have to carve it out. F- few of the benefits. Now, you can go online, go to a, a good website, um, you know, whether you're looking at something from the American College of Sports Medicine, the ACM, which is one of the gold standards out there, you know, WebMD, any you know, university, et cetera, looking at various benefits of exercise. It's astounding. And to be honest, it is quite possibly the most single potent thing that you can do to improve your life. You know, we're going to start with a big one that often gets overlooked when we're going to jump into some of the other more well-known ones. But the psychological benefits of exercise are tremendous. Um, in terms of neurotransmitter activity, uh, endorphins, serotonin, other really feel-good hormones that are triggered and released through exercise, which have a positive impact on thinking, emotion, leading to to better uh, behavioral choices. Unbelievable psychological benefits, especially in this time of the pandemic where people are having all different types of stressors and in many cases, increased psychological stressors, it's an unbelievable tool to use to be more effective and more joyous right now. So the psychological. Then we just briefly touch on some of the physiological aspects. Good point for me to jump in here and give one other piece. Why am I talking about this? Um, so my background is uh, varied, but one aspect is that undergrad... I went to the University of Maryland College Park, and I got a, a uh, BS in kinesiology, the science of movement, focusing on exercise physiology, uh, anatomy, um, biomechanics, various pieces of that puzzle. Prior to that, I had been a practicing personal trainer for a number of years, continued that for, for a long time. I'm not currently doing the, the PT piece just because of the busyness of life, but still engaged in my own personal exercise work. Um, okay. So other quick physio- physiological benefits. Stunning, right? Cardiovascular improvement, uh, lower resting heart rate, lower blood pressure, better output, output in terms of you know, uh, blood expression from the heart, um, positive stressor to, to bone density. You can you know look at various studies. I'm not going to go to that level of detail right now, but in terms of increased bone density, especially with a high strength training stimulus, um, you know, obviously just stamina, endurance, having the endurance to play with your kids or the endurance to do more exercise, all these things will be increased. Increased uh, muscular mass, strength, muscular endurance, improved body composition over time, lowering the fat percentage and increasing lean muscle percentage. It really hits like every body system and is just a tremendously, tremendously potent tool. Now, when I say that, obviously the various aspects of exercise, um, big, big categories, aerobic exercise, that's going to be, you know, cardio, elliptical, Bicycling, swimming, running, uh, 
brisk walking, obviously various degrees of it. And another big category, strength training. It could be with weights, machines, exercise tubes, exercise balls, a variety of different pieces. And then there are other aspects of exercise, of course, um, stretching um, and a few others. But we're going to keep it keep it simple. We've got aerobic, you know, cardio exercise that you're doing endurance-wise, really a lot of uh, heart benefits and the strength training focus on muscular strength, endurance, etc. Okay, now let's jump into some of the big principles. And there are many, many principles of exercise. Just like anything else in Hashem's world, it has tremendous depth, tremendous depth. It's unbelievable. And, you know, I can say this just from my background. If you read a, a fitness magazine or you read certain, pick up certain materials, it can look very basic and it can be approached at a very basic level, but there's tremendous depth in it. And if you go, if you get involved and you, and you, you know, read um, more in-depth books and books that, let's say, focus on the science more so, or really experts in the field, there's just a tremendous amount of variation. Just for instance, in terms of targeting muscle groups, how to target muscle groups, um, how to tailor a workout for endurance, strength, people who are in sports, how to really tailor a workout to, um, you know, work on deficiencies that exist with with certain sports where certain muscle groups are favored and others are neglected. Just really tremendous nuances, how little little tweaks in body position can make a huge difference, just like we know in the in the world at large, in, in anything that we do, that little adjustments that make such a big difference. I hope to come back to this point I'm going to make now in a, in a later podcast in a more in-depth treatment. When I was at Machon Shlomo in 2008... One of the one of the many special experiences that I had was a one-on-one session with Rav Noach Orlowick, a well-known rabbi who's written on chinuch, raising raising children amongst the thorns. Something to, I'm not positive that's exact title, um, and just a tremendous, you know, Adam Godol, really amazing person, and he spoke to us either once or twice a week on various topics, and I had a chance at one point to, to meet one-on-one with him. And what he told me in that meeting stuck with me till this day, and I think will stick with me, uh, you know, going forward until my until uh, my 120's up, hopefully more, um, that, you know, we spoke about exercise, and I, and I spoke about my background, and um, Rev Orlerick was open. He he had a personal trainer. I'm not sure if he still does it, but but you know, a, a tremendously big person uh, had a personal trainer, recognized the importance of of, of exercise, uh, aerobic exercise and strength training. And he said to me that take your knowledge of of exercise and the principles of exercise, and know that those are the identical principles in terms of spiritual growth. Now I'm back to me talking, so we know every, all physical aspects in this world have a, a spiritual root, a spiritual core. So the physical expression of the principles of exercise involving growth, challenging ourselves, resistance, uh, increasing the challenge as we get stronger or have more endurance, etc. These physical principles, 
they're all really rooted in spiritual principles of, of, of character growth and personal development and interpersonal development, etc. And that was what he brought out to me. And it really struck me and stays with me. Here are some of the exercise principles and maybe in another talk we'll go into how they relate to back to the spiritual. But, but exercise itself at the level of the psychological, physiological benefits of this amazing goof that Hashem has given us, which He has charged us with protecting, nourishing, keeping strong, are important in and of themselves at the physical level set. So we're going to focus on now. I know this has been a lot, and I know exercise is daunting to a lot of people. So I'll start out. Number one, do something. Do something. There's a there's a ton of material out there, and you might find, oh, you know, if I, what if I can't do, if I can't do 20 minutes a day or 30 minutes a day of cardio, and if I can't do, if I can't lift weights three or four times a week, that's so much, and it all feels like so much. Deep breath. Step back, and just like anything, like whether like even in learning, just do something and start doesn't have to be and in fact you know as you and like i said i recommend working with a trainer as you start you have to start slow um one of the big pieces of exercise is that muscles adapt pretty quickly but ligaments and tendons and joints and other soft tissue that doesn't have as much of a blood supply uh and just takes longer to adapt so you have to really initially train. You have to train to that limitation. You can't just go full blast with your muscles because they can take it, but your joints can't. And we all know that. We've all probably gone very gung-ho with an exercise program out of the blocks. And then uh, two, three weeks down the line, somebody's you know limping with Achilles tendon pain in their ankle or their shoulders tweaked because they were pushing too, too much overhead, whatever it might be. So do something and do it gradually. And it could honestly be just starting out with a, a walking program. A walking po- program is a beautiful thing, whether it's starting out one day a week, two days a week, just to do something. And we're going to talk about ways to adjust that here. But starting with something doesn't have to be mega, and you will feel the benefits even if it's in a relatively uh, small amount to start. Okay. Very important principle in exercise. I think likely probably comes up in other fields as well. And also huge, obviously, for spiritual growth. The FIT principle. FIT stands for frequency, intensity, and time. And this is a way to think about adjusting the variables in your exercise program. Frequency. You know, for cardio and strength training. How often do I do it? Am I going to do aerobic exercise every day of the week? Five days, four days, three days, you know, whatever it might be. How many days am I going to lift weights? Two days, three days, etc. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to go into exercise prescription. It would be completely inappropriate for this format. But these are the types of things that you'll, you know, you talk about with a trainer or or your or your doctor, maybe even a physical therapist, depending on the situation. Um, and you know, starting out small, even if whether it's just doing, you know one to three days of a walking program and starting to do one to two days of some light strength training, that type of, that type of scenario for a lot of people is going to be a good place to start. And it's, it's going to go up and down. There's, there's a lot of variability with exercise, you know, individuality. Do you have any 
prior joint conditions? You know, do you have any um, medical conditions? Lots of different individualized pieces, so really work with somebody, but frequency. How often? Intensity. You know, um, if somebody just will take the strength training example. Is somebody going to be lifting weights where they're getting to a point of significant fatigue at between 15 and 20 repetitions, which is a higher range. Imagine doing a, a biceps arm curl with a dumbbell in your hand. You know, you, Are you starting to really fail and not be able to do any more at 15 to 20 curls or more, you know, 8 to 12 curls? Or are you going for more of a, a, a strength, more of a strength focus and curls is not necessarily a great example, but with a bench press, you know, really failing it, let's say three to five repetitions. And that's a very specific thing and focused on real strength work with a lot, a lot of athletes might do. But that's the intensity aspect. How, how hard is it? Uh, you know, or what, what miles per hour are you, are you, are you running at or um, on the exercise bike? Uh, you know, swimming, how fast are you going, et cetera, et cetera, those intensity variables. And T, time. Hold on. Okay, right, sorry, time and type. You might, and some people might just, they might know fit is um, maybe just type there or just time there, but really the best way to think about it is time and type. So, T time. How long are you doing it for? Of course, and um, how long is each individual individual session? Sometimes you might want to combine your aerobic session, then go into the strength training. Whatever it depends on schedules, etc. And then and then type. What are you doing? Are you running, biking? If you're doing strength training, dumbbells, machines. Everyone also has preferences. Come to get that feel for it. Um, so these are a good, good way to, you know, as you think about your exercise program, thinking about the fit paradigm of frequency, intensity, time, and type can give you a good sort of framework for thinking about your exercise program. Number two, uh, let's see, we did no, something. We're going to go number one. The fit principle was the number two. Three, cross-train. Cross-training is huge. I remember when... I mean, I, I likely had heard about the concept before, but it, it always stuck with me. My first personal training certification I did when I was 18, um, and I remember being, and it was a very, it was a very hands-on class. It was really an excellent class, um, and I remember being in there with the instructor, and I remember him talking about this principle of cross-training and how important it is in terms of reducing the uh, incidences of injury that you could potentially have. Um, switching up modalities. And there also will be variation with this. Some people might really want to bike and, and, and train for a race, and so you're really going to mainly do, do biking. But for a lot of people, if you're, if you're open to different modalities, it's good to mix it up because you're not always hitting your muscles and your tendons and ligaments at the same angles, so you reduce the likelihood of a, a repetitive stress issue you know, something like, you know, obviously with, with carpal tunnel syndrome, where people are at their computers all day in one position, repetitive over and over and over in the same position, that type of repetition in the same position, oftentimes creates issues for people. So mixing it up will give your 
joints and muscles different looks and allow recovery in different ways than if you're constantly doing the same thing, same thing, same thing, pounding the joints in the same, same way. Um, so cross train, you know, so maybe you do biking two days a week and brisk walking two days a week and you do strength training where you do an upper body workout one day a week and a lower body workout another day of the week and mix up between, you know, some weeks you focus more on uh, dumbbell exercises, some weeks you focus more so on using the um, elastic tubing, the bands, either the, the, the tubes or the flat bands. You keep that variety going. Another big aspect of the cross trading is that it keeps it interesting for you. And I'll jump right into that as the fourth principle um, with the segue. Fourth principle of exercise, really work hard to find something that you enjoy, something that you're interested in. And some people are really into exercise. I enjoy exercise. Um, And it's a whole continuum. Some people are okay with it. Some people really don't like it at all. I mean, it's it's a big continuum. Um, So really put in the effort to find something that you can really enjoy or as much as you can enjoy it as possible. And um, because if you hate it, you're not going to do it. So, and really be willing to, to tweak it and, and really don't give up on it. If, if, if you're hitting a wall with it because you really don't like what you're doing, go back to the trainer, do some research online on different, different options, different types of things. Really um, respect yourself and give yourself the kindness and the chesed of finding exercise that that speaks to you, that you enjoy, and that you feel like you're getting a benefit from and that's positive for you. So bring the the joy and the interest with you in exercise, just like anything we do in life to the greatest degree we can. That's number four. Okay. Um, All right. Let's see here. Okay, so those are four key principles with exercise. It's just like, once again, anything in Hashem's beautifully diverse world. It is um, it has levels upon levels and variations, and there are a ton of great books out there. And, of course, there's some things that are much better than others, and you got to look for the stuff that is evidence-based and by people with real backgrounds in it and... Um, you know, so if you're going to get into it more so, and also feel free to to, to drop me uh, an email or, or reach out if you're looking for for some more, you know, good reading resources, websites, organizations, etc. Um, just cap off for today. We might come back to this exercise uh, piece again in the future and, and flesh out some more principles. But use it or lo- lose it is huge. It's really a great way to sum it up with exercise. Hashem has given us an absolutely amazing goof. Amazing body systems interacting in a, in a, in a symphony and in a harmony that's just astounding. And it's use it or lose it. The body needs to work. The body needs to be challenged just like the intellect needs to be challenged but, you know, with, with Torah and then in, in one's workspace depending on the situation. We need we need challenge in life, and we and we have to challenge our body as well, and to do it in a smart way and not an overbearing way. But and that's and that's exercise today, unless you happen to be in a in a field where there's a lot of manual labor, etc. 
Um, so, um, so I give you a bracha that you should, you know, uh, find a way to, to exercise and to move that, that, that speaks to you and where you start to, to experience the, the various benefits that it offers. And it really is part of a vodas Hashem. It's part of, it's part of the, the service of Hashem that we're involved in. Um, you know, it's all over the place, whether it's in Orchot Tzadiki, Mother Farm, in terms of having health and the strength of one's body and, and channeling that and being able to utilize that in chesed and having stamina in, in learning and, and being more effective on the home front and at work, etc. Um, exercise is not a panacea, but it might be the closest thing to it. <laughs> um, so, once again, the disclaimer, everyone has a unique history Joint-wise, exercise-wise, um, muscle, prior sports injuries, whatever it is, reach out to a personal trainer, your physician, your healthcare practitioner, um, possibly a physical therapist, and and do it in a tailored way for you. Just, don't just go from, obviously we spoke about big principles here, but don't just use this and something might need to be modified for you, even in relation to these pieces of it. But um, go forward at Slacha Rabbah, and uh, I look forward to being to being back on soon. So uh, let's all seize the day and work to be just a, a little bit more balanced today. Okay, bye bye.